0: hey i'm tommy Chong. welcome to high on homegrown yes yes everybody and welcome to high on homegrown the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowroom.com. in this week's grow guides we're going to be talking about grow lighting we're going to explain the difference between hid lighting and led lighting we're going to cover which brands we would recommend and what size grow light we would think would be suitable for your growth space. So just like any other grow guides, if you have any questions whatsoever, then you can always message us on persysgrowroom.com or on our Discord server, and we're always happy to help. Uh, in the meantime, we had a great interview sent out on Wednesday with our good friend Tommy Chong. So if you haven't checked out the interview that went out on Wednesday, make sure you go and download that because you will enjoy it. It was a good interview. So uh, anyway, Without further ado, let's just move on to this week's Grow Guides about grow lighting. And I'll speak to you at the end of this. Roll a fat one and enjoy. See you in a bit. So episode 55 of Grow Guides. And this week we're talking about grow lighting for your cannabis plants. Now, obviously, grow lighting for your cannabis plants really only applies to indoor growing though it can also apply to outdoor growing if you want to add some supplemental lighting in the greenhouse and shit but mostly this is going to be done indoors uh, there's a huge range of different kinds of lights you can get now and that is not even to mention the amount of different brands and models that you can get so choosing the right grow light for your grow space can be a little bit difficult and can be confusing but uh we're going to discuss what grow lights we prefer different brands we prefer uh what we use in our certain sizes for grow spaces and things like that so you'll get a good idea of what kind of light you should be using in your grow space as well so okay. there's going to be a lot mentioned in here and we should mention before we move on uh our forum persysgrowroom.com they are sponsored by hlg which is a lighting manufacturer and they are a high quality light manufacturer and that's why they sponsor purses. We don't just have any crap. We have loads of offers of, can we sponsor your site? And we're like, who the fuck are you? You know, we, we only really <laughs> <laughs> we only really have the best sponsors on purses. And that's why we have Ali Bongo as our sponsor. And that's why we have HLG. So you'll hear HLG mentioned a lot, especially from me throughout this episode. And that's who we would recommend to get the high quality lighting from. So we, we don't want to come across as biased and shit but we just should let you know that we are sponsored by, well, the forum is sponsored by HLG. The podcast itself doesn't have any sponsors. So just letting you know. So Grow Lights, everybody. I mean, things have changed so much in the last 10 years. I remember 10 years ago, it was all about HPS is king. Remember? Remember? Remember?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Metal metal halide and and HPS, HID lighting, right?
0: Well, it started with uh, the old metal halide and the HPS. So you had the blue light and mm. the red light, essentially the orange light, which was, you know, you use your metal halide for your veg. And then when you flipped the flower about two weeks after, you would change to the HPS because it was more orange and it, it simulated summer light.
2: T8 fluorescents are a big uh, mm-hmm, big
0: one. To, mm-hmm. T5s area. we had here. That's what I've used uh, a lot of T5 fluorescents. T8 is mm-hmm. another one and they were used for like clones and the ceilings in the early stages cool. of the growth. This is what we used before the whole LED thing got good. And then as lights evolved, it went from the, the, those ones, the HPS and the metal halide known as high intensity discharge lighting because it uses loads of power and puts out shit loads of light and loads of heat as well. And then the CMH came along and it's, uh, it's the ceramic metal halide is what we call it here in the UK. But it's also called CMDs. Is that what they're called? There's another name for CMHs. Anybody remember what that is?
1: Uh, I know it, but right now i got brain lock going. Yeah, I think it's yeah. it's weed brain lock. But yeah, yeah. It'll come to me in a minute. There's
0: somebody will drop it in <laughs> chat in a second. But that, that is also known as a high intensity discharge light as well. You know, it's the same kind of light, but it doesn't use as much power as the hps and the metal halide did yeah and after the the hid lights them high intensity discharge led lighted started to get a lot better and then we started to get the the cob lights which chips on board i think that stands for and it was just a small little lights were giving a shitload of power put through them and they gave, gave off a shitload of lights and this was like the the start of leds and they were very expensive when LEDs first started to come out. So that must have been seven, eight years ago when you first started to see the LEDs coming out.
3: Yeah, you would have got, you would have had your your would have been the first ones to come out. Yeah, right?
0: remember Blurpools, Remember, remember blorpals? Ah, you
3: know, like blurples, I don't give a shit what anyone says. You can grow some fucking dank ass weed with blorpals when they first came out in a couple of years. That's all anybody was fucking raving about. All mm-hmm. of the best things since sliced bread. As mm-hmm. soon as a better LED comes out, oh, there she is. Yeah, that's <laughs> old technology. That's <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah, man, the first yeah. the first LED I got was a blow of light from Mars Hydro, an Epistar. I guarantee you grew some fucking good weed with blow Man, I grew some buds for the first time with their LED, and for the first time, I remember it specifically. When this bud had dried and I was putting it into my my metal containers to cure it, you know, like metal jars Mm. they are. When I was putting the buds in, it was just going, tink, tink. It's like, these were like fucking stones, man. So dense.
3: Mm -hmm. And you can buy blowables so fucking cheap. You can buy LEDs themselves, Mm -hmm. quantum bars now, so cheap. You know, like floorboards are fucking are awesome
0: that's it and then i remember uh, things moved along the end the kind leds started to come out because i remember me and my friend were looking at those and it was like 1700 pounds to buy the light for the 4x4 that was back then it's not that price now but this is when the leds first came out you know it's fucking expensive man and when you had the hps which would could produce the the same probably more yield then these leds could do it just wasn't cost effective to be able to i mean the electricity uses was a little bit less when if you're using leds but the hid was still king man and for years it was like you'd see people slowly converting into leds and everybody would be like no hps is king hps is king monkey what did you start growing in can you remember what when you first started growing what was the first light you used
1: blurples man i mm-hmm. fell into the trap with the chinese blurples i saw a light on online and it, man look at the good price here you know mm-hmm. and of course it, it promised the sun, the moon and the stars and it tells you it's going to replace a thousand watt hps and of course it doesn't and all that stuff like that but no it did get me past my first run and halfway through my second run mm-hmm. but that was my experience as buying? It. i bought it. it was a cheap chinese blurple first of all and right, it right. was replaced It was replaced in less than six months. Right, right. But <laughs> so that's a- why always...
0: anything to start you off, mate, as long as it gets you started, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but I wish I would have actually, if, if I would have been at Percy's and I would have asked a few questions and I would have checked a few things, I wouldn't have this thing sitting on my shelf right now.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what are you saying, Bubble? What light did you start off with? I
4: uh, started, um, yeah. Would have to be HPS, I think, would be my real you know back in the day and that's then good i was starting was... to
0: hope they starting to think there but it was just going to be me who started off in the no. hids man it's was like come on no. motherfuckers please <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah i think you know i played around with those for a while and it and um and then went back to a bit of outdoor and it's only really been in the last maybe five years or so that i've gone back to um to led and mm-hmm. having a look at indoor and I do have some cheap Chinese purples sitting on a shelf as well you've all ooh, made that fucking mistake um but uh you know yeah I, I mean now if if with the the options you've got and the choice I'm I'm leaning more to LEDs
0: yeah for sure for um, sure especially
4: with our heat uh, you know mm-hmm, I, I know it gets hot in different places but when you've got heat from like 6 a.m <laughs> to 10 p.m, you mm-hmm. need to try and control a bit of that, and HPS will fry a plant in the in the middle of summer. I mean, I know I've I've had nights here where it's hot and sticky, and it'd be thirty degrees still at like midnight. Mm. Um, yeah, we, just on that, shoring, we just had onshore,
0: and we just had onshore in the chat house. gear what the fuck is purple? We should really explain what that is. This is when uh, <laughs> when the LEDs first came out that we're using red diodes and blue diodes together to give like a purple wavelength that would that's what would come up because you know with the hps it would be like a red wavelength kind of light and when you're using the metal halide the original lights that we used for growing cannabis the the metal halide was more blue and the metal halide would simulate spring growth and the hps the high pressure sodium would uh, simulate summer uh light which was more into the red spectrum so they put these two together into an led so you and it would emit like a purple light and you could use a switch and just have the blue running at one time and then you could switch on the red with it as well so you got this spectrum of the blue and the red given to your plants which was a better spectrum of light and the plants were allegedly happier but essentially it was just the right frequency of light for the plants to absorb you could have just given them a shitload of red and they would have been happy you know red is more efficient to make apparently it gets real complex when you look into how leds work with plants but that's Mm -hmm. essentially it you know it's just uh using blue and red light together and then uh, tg what did you use in your early days
2: um well i being a paranoid motherfucker like that i am i still am um, I was not on the forums. I was not on mm. online ordering things or that shit. And uh, here in Saskatoon, we have not too many hydro shops. So I built my own contraption out of a uh, spiral CFL bulbs. Um.
0: Right. You know, cool. The, cool. Yeah.
2: Cool. yeah. Remember, remember CFLs? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I started growing, there were no LED. Like there were LEDs, but they were. I, like again i didn't like browse amazon i'm not an alibaba or any of that sh- wherever the fuck you got them back then nor did i like want to pay a lot of money in the, in the stores and uh and so me being a cheap diy kind of person yeah i just built my own little i put i think five five of those 26 watt spiral bulbs on the i just bolted them to the bottom of this piece of plywood that i slid into a, a dresser that i took all the drawers out of and then used the slats on the side that the drawers nice. Nice. on as a yeah, as like, yeah man,
0: it was like it's a good way to do it back in the day you choose the cfls you know yeah like, yeah and there you was know, a cheap way handy. of doing it
2: and you can go to you in you know, my idea was like i can go to any store and buy these and they mm-hmm. won't think i'm feed they're going to just think my bulbs are all fucked up so yeah just moved so yeah it was like new I bulbs.
0: yeah
2: i started on that yeah and then like obviously I'm like I was i i I still have my hood and uh my bulbs for my hid stuff downstairs sweet so yeah i moved into that and then tried the blurples then got into where i'm at now yeah proper leds like i don't hate blurples i agree with green beard you can grow some really good butt under them they're just difficult in a lot of other ways they they hurt your fucking eyes i can't stand them they
3: they do You can't see
2: what the plants look like, so if there's deficiencies and yeah. like they don't yeah. look green or light green or dark green, they just look purple. So mm-hmm. you can't see them, and yeah, I just yeah, but I have grown good weed under blurples. Like I, I kind of all all throughout uh, the iterations of the lights, I've had them, except I, I've never done ta. It's like big big long fluorescent bulbs and mm-hmm. and that shit. But, uh,
3: I do, you little... do Don't you do them for on your. Or it's T fours or T fives you use in your cloning station, isn't it? Yeah, those are T fives. Little yeah,
0: they're, they're more useful clones and shit rather than for the whole growth. You wouldn't; they don't give off enough light for you to, to get through the flowering stage with them comfortably. The plants wouldn't be happy. What did you use mm-hmm. for your initial lights, GP? What was your first light? My
3: very first one was uh, stolen. Um, <laughs> oh. <totally. laughs> you know the big fucking. Metal halide floodlights that you have on the yeah. side of a mm-hmm. warehouse, borrowed, yeah. right? Borrowed. Um, yeah, well, it was kind of borrowed because I stole it from my dad's warehouse. So, <laughs> like you
1: said the, you had, borrowed, you hadn't brought it back yet. That's all. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, yeah, that's that's <laughs> what
3: I used was for me very forceful. Was a kind of a disassembled, put back together botch job. One of them yeah. with um, tin foil on the the walls because. Because you didn't exactly. know. Yeah, <laughs> well, it wasn't that you didn't. It wasn't that you didn't know. It was so hard to get Moeller. Mm-hmm. Back then, like, where, yeah, like yeah. there was mm-hmm. no such thing as Amazon. There was no such mm-hmm. thing as going down to a fucking hydro shop like what TG was saying. This And the internet was really only in its infancy. Like, all the forums, I wasn't really on them. Mm-hmm. You know, like what TG was saying. Like, the first forum I ever went on was Percy's. Well, the first proper one that I actually ever interacted properly with. Mm -hmm. No, everything else was just from looking at old uh, videos on YouTube and things, all in uh, incognito mode.
0: (laughs) That's it. We we did what we had to do, man. We used the equipment that was available to us, and the internet wasn't as good as it is now. There wasn't hydro shops everywhere like there is now. This times changed pretty quickly over the last 10 years it's become a lot easier to grow cannabis and that's a good thing man more and more people can do it for cheaper for easier and just get high quality equipment for a reasonable price man it's it's good shit so when it comes to lights then we we all use like hps and the metal halides the hid lights and the problem is with those uh, were well, where well, you can still use them, but most people don't because they use a shitload of electricity up. And using the using the the LEDs that you can get nowadays, you're looking at at least fifty percent less electricity being used for the same output of lighting, and you get a better uh, wavelength as well. You know the actual what, what the plant absorbs the the PAR, the photoactive radiation is what it's called, isn't it PAR? This is what the plants absorb from the light. There's only a certain amount of light, which uh, like our eyes, when, you, when you're looking with your eyes, you see visible light, but you have the infrared and the ultraviolet on the sides, which we don't see. That's why we have special telescopes or special cameras to see that kind of thing. And it's the same sort of shit with the plants that they only going to capture a certain amount of light. And these LEDs are specifically designed to give the plants in that spectrum, which they can absorb. So it doesn't waste a lot of like infrared or ultraviolet it gives the plant exactly what it needs and this is why they're so good so if you can the the best thing for you to do when you start out is get a good high quality led when you set up your grow room the most expensive thing you're going to buy is probably going to be
4: the light for that grow room i i I would say that's right Mm -hmm. you know when you look at the overall cost of everything that's going to be your most expensive um output
0: and, and that doesn't mean that you I mean you can buy the hps and the metal halide and because leds are so available nowadays you can get them for reasonably cheap you know you can get a good light setup for about a hundred pound for the hps and the metal halide for a four foot by four foot grow tent you get the whole set with a digital ballast for about a hundred pound 120 pound the last time I checked which was a while ago but they're cheap nowadays but the problem is is they'll cost you a fucking fortune to run especially nowadays you know, they use up so much electricity and electricity isn't cheap. So you might be able to buy them cheaper on the initial setup, but over the period of the growth, it's going to cost you a lot more to run. So you might as well, if you can, you might as well invest that money in getting a high quality LED and your plants would prefer it and your energy bills will prefer it as well. The energy company might not because it's not getting paid so much, but, you know, it definitely It saves you money by buying it, saves money in the long run by buying an efficient light like an LED. So, so far, we've covered uh, what HPS, which is high pressure sodium and metal halides, with CMH, which are all known as high intensity discharge lights, they're going to use a shitload of electricity and put out a lot of light. And they also put out a lot of heat. And we've mentioned these in the previous episodes as well, like trying to keep grow room warm. And the reason why some growers would use these nowadays is one, because they're initially cheap to set up. So you buy them for cheap, set them up and they'll power the grow, but it will be expensive to run. But they also, because of the extra heat that they produce, they're good to use during winter time. So the uh, throughout winter, instead of putting more heating into your grow tent, then these lights can keep the grow room warm as well. So that's an option for you. But again, it's better to go for the LEDs. And we mentioned the fluorescents there as well. And fluorescents are good. They, they don't cost a lot to run. It doesn't use a lot of electricity, but they don't put out the right kind of light for a full grow. But if you keep keeping seedlings, and cuttings then fluorescents are going to be fucking epic for you to use but still you can get leds that are cheaper than the fluorescents you can even get led lights now that are, that can be used in place of the fluorescents because they're more Ooh. efficient to use and give off a real nice spectrum that the plants will enjoy so you can get the like you can get t5 or t8 fluorescent bulbs and instead of using them you can get an led version of it which looks exactly the same and but they're cheaper to use and cheaper to set up so that's something you can look into as well but what we're going to focus on now i think is just the led thing because leds is the way which we want you to go into you know if you're going to buy lights for your grow room then you know you want to use efficient ones and there's a whole shitload of different leds you can get the different size grow rooms that you have, and different brands with different models as well. There's so much to look into, and it can come across as really fucking confusing for a new grower to try and figure out which is the best light for you to use in a certain grow space. So we should cover that aspect of things now. Uh, uh, when we we should start off with the small grow tents You know, for a two foot by two foot, a sixty centimeter by a sixty centimeter grow tent that doesn't take a lot of light, and it can be reasonably cheap to set up an LED grow uh for a two foot by two foot do you do you have a two foot by two foot monkey
1: uh, no 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 I, uh mine is um
0: uh, three by four or something well it's, it's
1: an odd size it's three it's yeah. three foot by by like two and a half by well, one foot and a half for 20 inches right right which is four four inches short of being a two foot size tent it's made to fit into a standard size wardrobe, like in, in an old, old school house. It just has regular closets and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's made to fit into, though. And so the light, finding a light that fits in something like that isn't always easy because lights are either made for a three by three or a two by two or a two by four. But you don't find a lot of lights that are custom made for that size. So mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm.
1: got to keep looking. But you, you can find some nice lights in there. And I actually find my the ones I like the best, uh, of course, HLG. Mhm.
0: You know,
1: mm-hmm. Fantastic lights. But what you have a two foot by two foot then, GB?
3: I have a two by two, yeah, that I use as me me micro tent, or I use it as the seedling tent. And mm-hmm. I've a, i have have an is uh, ish ish one hundred. It's the invisible sun one hundred watt board. Well, it's the exact same as the, I think it's a spider farmer one hundred watt board. I mean, like identical.
0: Right. Okay. Oh, Tg, a... you're sponsored by Spider Farmer, right?
2: No, sponsored is a strong word.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not sponsored. They want me to be sponsored, but I'm. I don't consider myself sponsored. I I am a guy who will do tests for your lighting company, and I just happen to be. I've worked with Spider Farmer a lot, mm-hmm. so done a bunch of demos for their lights. So I do have a lot of experience running their gear. Yeah, but I'm not. I wouldn't say aff- affiliated with them. All right. In the sense that
0: that's who I'm like pushing or something. So what do you use? You have a 60 centimeter tent, right?
2: No, nope. my small, well, I have the micro tent, which is a weird, I don't know, centimeters, but it's 18 by 30 by 36 uh, inches. So it's like kind of like a little shoe closet. Mm-hmm. But My other, yeah, my smallest is a three by three. I run three, two by fours, a three by three and a four by four in that little tent, whatever the fuck that is. So, yep. Mm-hmm. No two by two, sorry.
0: Well you
4: say bubble. Well you got a you got a small one, right? <laughs> I do. I've, 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 <laughs> takes a bigger man, bro, to admit when it's small. Um <laughs> uh, yes, I have an 80 by 80. Uh I have a 120 by 120 and a 240 by 120. So what four by eight, four by four, and a little under a f- two feet. So the, the little one I use a, a spider farmer SF one thousand for, and but I but most of the time I'm using that as a dry one anyway. It's just my little dry tent. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I think it's more than enough. Like an SF one thousand in that tent is more than enough light. Right, right. Um, and it also I find that the the smaller because it's a smaller driver and everything on it, you really don't get that much heat out of it. Uh-uh. Um, not compared to some of the bigger LED fixtures with the big drivers on them and that, that you've got to hang outside the tent. Um, yeah, the small one seems to give just enough heat to keep it nice and, and in that zone, in that Goldilocks zone. Um, but, yeah, I've grown, I've grown some good stuff under it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong.
0: Um, see there's a few different kind of... brands as well you can look into here because – uh, we mentioned the spider farm, but there's also Mars hydro and Mars hydro. They, they used to have a bad rep, but that's kind of okay. Now, uh, you know, it's, I don't know which way it goes, but they, they are definitely a nice cheap middle range set of lighting mm-hmm. that you can buy. And they have the Mars hydro TS 1000, which is good for a uh, three by three and they're reasonably cheap. They're okay. But for, I mean, GB, you mentioned the invisible sun that the ish, 100 is good for the 60 centimeter right for the 60 centimeter the ish
3: 100 or mm-hmm. the for if you're in ireland i would go for an array too. Yeah, the a micro micro, array, micro yeah. array yeah you cannot go wrong with mm-hmm. it they're so fucking good I, said so i use an array four. yeah you know, and i'm thinking an array four might work well for you as well um monkey you space uh, did you say a three foot by four foot
1: Yep, yeah, and the Array 4 is like 39 inches instead of 36, so can't, it won't fit. I, I bit the bullet and, and put in HLG 350 Diablo's in the fence. Oh, tents. nice, nice. And I've got way more power than I need, and the spectrum is amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, That's n- the thing. With, the with HLG,
0: have got good, like epic spectrum on their lights, and use the high-quality diodes and shit, the high-quality drivers, so you might pay a little bit more up front, but you know you're getting high quality with these guys. And if you're looking for a light for a 2 by 2 a 2x2 uh, two two, 60 centimeter by 60 centimeter grow tent, then the HRG 100R spec is going to be perfect for that. And that's $164 to buy that light. But this is a light that's going to last like five years. They have a five years warranty on it as well. So if it does break, then you can get a replacement. And they're, they're a good company to work with as well. Build don't quality fuck is around. good on
1: mm-hmm. HLG. Build quality is really good. I mean, it's mm-hmm. heavy duty stuff. Uh, just, just to show you, I mean, the the plate like on the Spider Farmer um Quantum board, the mounting plates maybe about an eighth of an inch thick, and I think the HLG is probably twice that. Mm. Uh, it's just they're sturdy built, and they're using that as a heat sink and everything like that. So they're really well thought out lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're our sponsor, but I actually use them, and I believe in them.
4: Yes. No, I love my HLG.
0: Mhm. A good shit, man. Yeah, uh, I've never grown one, so
3: I couldn't really. Yeah.
0: Just, I couldn't uh, not, they just—they have such a good reputation for for a reason, you know. So you, you can go for something cheaper if you need to on your first grow, you know. Don't go invest in shitloads in one of these lights, and and because you you might need to still buy cannabis, you know, because you ain't growing yeah. your own. But once you've grown on your own and you've got your own harvest, and the money you've saved from not having to buy cannabis you put that shit aside and you go get yourself a quality light like the mm-hmm. hlg you know and this is just for the two by two by twos now we can step up to the four by fours now because we all grow in four by fours that's what most growers will grow in this is the 1.2 meter by 1.2 meter gross grow tent. and there's so much you can use this is pretty much what you'd put the 600 watt hps in back in the day but mm-hmm. nowadays you'll use something else i mean i have a. A Mars Hydro TS two thousand, which I use for autos, and that's it's an okay light. You know, it's it's like mid range. It does the job. It, it produces nice plants. Can't complain too much. It's just a cheap light, but it is good. So mm-hmm. if you're growing in one of those, then consider the um the the Mars Hydro TS two thousand. But for my main light, I have the I can't even remember the, the name of it. For it. it's an invisible sunlight. The invisible sun. The,
1: ish 530 isn't it it's yeah, 540 yeah, yeah. Have, 530 Mike, that's man? the one yeah. that's the
0: one yeah and it's a badass light man it's mm. high quality you know it's lasted for many 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 years and it has a great spectrum on it invisible sons of good companies that, that's a good company that you can work with but they're majority for the UK as well But again the HLG HLG have so many fucking options for a 4x4 and it's mm-hmm. crazy the lights they have they're so fucking nice man and Bubba you've got a real nice one right Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, so I've actually got my, um, I've got a HLG 600R spec Mm -hmm. and that I've got in right next to a Spider Farmer SE 7000 in the 4x8 and then I run a a Bloom Plus BP 4000 for the uh, 4x4 if I'm running all three. Mm -hmm. If I was just running um, the 4x4, I'd have the HLG in it over anything else I have. And That's not reached... saying the others are bad, but it's just saying it's the better light out of all the all three of those fixtures. And we just sent a uh, twisted
0: an a epic HLG as well. The uh, Scorpion Diablo, the twisted, got sent that for his tents and he's loving that too.
3: Mm.
0: So, and anybody who's used the HLG have just been, uh, you know, they're always happy with the results, man. So I, I know we, we can seem a little bit biased because HLG sponsor Percy's, like we mentioned, but there's a reason why they sponsor purses is because they're the best man. And we are happy and proud to have them as sponsors of the forum because they are so fucking good. These are in my opinion, at least is the best light company for growers. If you want to buy a high quality light, you got to go get it from these guys, man. These are the dogs bollocks as we like to say here
1: my comparison was done versus a spider farmer or and a mars hydro all full spectrum you know white mm-hmm. lights mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. quality of the light out of the hlg was just superior you could see it with your naked eye when you turned it on and go like wow what's this mm-hmm. it's just
4: yeah it's more, more balanced they put, yeah, put a lot more work into making sure that you're getting the right spectrums um over the right time periods as mm-hmm. opposed to just slapping a whole bunch of diodes and a big driver on it and you know. Open for the best. So, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think you know HLG. Put that's that's the whole point behind them is they put all of that work and all of that research into what's going to work best, and then they give you the options for what you you know it's <laughs> not just a one size fits all. You've got so many different options you can choose from, and so much yeah. literature on their site to help you choose as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm.
1: And they offer refurb lights that are warranted, just like new lights. So if you were looking to save a few bucks on HLG lights, go check out their refurbs. And like you said,
0: these, they are expensive though. You know, it's not like oh, yeah. stupidly expensive. You are just gonna you'd be buying quality. They're not overpriced. It's a fair fucking price for a high quality product, but you can go for the cheaper ones for now and move up to these more expensive lights later on. If you're a new grower and you can't afford it yet, you know, Cannabis is expensive, like we've mentioned many, mm. many times, man. And if you're still having to buy your own cannabis, then it's going to be difficult to afford one of these high, high-end lights. But mm. you just go with your Mars Hydro, your, your Spider Farmers, and, and upgrade to these at another time. Then you still got the other light as well, so you can double the growth space if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, I'd have right. to say right. I have, I've grown a lot of really good cannabis under Mars Hydro lights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Spider Farmer lights. So they're, they're not yeah. bad lights. Those are both good starting uh entry-level lights great yeah. great lights will you
0: say that tg
2: i was just gonna say i have no interest in upgrading my entry-level lights to be quite honest uh-huh. uh, i run spider farmer like i said i'm not sponsored by them but they do send me lights to test and demo and you know i'm pulling 1.7 grams per watt so i challenge
1: What's wrong with
2: that? i challenge anybody to you know that like that i mean people can grow more than that but it's and it's about a lot of other things too, but uh, you know, don't discount the uh, like, I can't speak for Mars, but I know speaking with spider farmer, they do ask me a lot of questions about what growers want and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm happy to contribute because, you know, there's lots of lighting companies, like we say, mm-hmm. and uh, honestly, the best lights out there, like statistically speaking, are, are GMLs. Uh, what is it? The tarantula Vulcan, Right he used to work for HLG but he split All right. a while back yeah. uh, he started his own company up here in Canada GML uh yeah if I were to buy if I could buy any light I'd probably buy his light but you know there's nothing behind that other than Shane's tests that showed huge fucking par levels on it and I listened to GML show and I do think he's a, a decent person that puts in work too so nothing wrong with HLG I just I've never used any of them Mm-hmm. Um, but I have used Spider Farmer, I have used Mars Hydro, and I've even used Maxi Sun. I don't think he can get them anymore. Shane used to sell them on his site. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know, like, I'm just, I'm always curious. I'd love to run like an HLG or any other light and and put it like to see, I'll run clones, I'll run everything the exact same. And, and statistically, like how much would, how much more weed would you need or how much better weed and what, how would you quantify that? In terms of, like, I guess, spending an extra to, to justify of the extra money well, or yeah. even, you, you know, like any like, of those kind of metrics. Cause, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about a brand as long as you're using Samsung 301s and a meanwhile driver. But it's,
0: and... it's not just about the yield it can produce, it's the energy efficiency. So, the money yeah, you save you know. on your electricity bill and it's like mm-hmm. the terpene production and all that kind of shit too, because there's a different uh, spectrum of light and the plant uses this light in specific ways. You know, trying to get as close as possible to sunlight, I think, is what the the aim should be. The best thing yeah. to do is to buy the
3: best light that you possibly can for the budget that mm-hmm. you're, in. because there's no point looking at these lights that are like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars if you can only afford six hundred dollars. Yeah, indeed. You indeed. find your best light, which is going to be probably the lights of a spider farmer in that range. Mm-hmm. If you go a little bit more, you're going to get a nice moly growth for probably around eight hundred dollars if you're in looking in dollars prices. And the same with, with HLG, you're going to be up that price up going up to a thousand as well. You know, so it's really, about what's
0: what's the best price that's in your budget? Yeah, that's right, man. Budget is important. Yeah. yeah. Getting the LEDs of some kind is definitely going to be better than getting the old, uh, the HID cell, because you're just going to spend a fortune on electricity. Yeah, so okay. th- There's so many fucking options out there, man. There's so many options. And it does depend on budget to start with, but eventually you want to get up there and get the good shit. Oh, yeah. No. And that's it. It gets a little bit more complex. You want these meanwhile drivers, which are essentially a ballast that powers an LED light. And you also want the certain kind of chips, the actual diodes themselves, which when you're buying these lights, you want to be looking for LM301B and LM301H. I think the actual lights are the diodes that give off the best light. And when you buy LEDs as well, there'll be a little spectrum. Like they'll show you of the rainbow from the ultraviolet to the 430 nanometers and the, the infrared, the actual light spectrum that the plant absorbs. It will show you that in most places as well. When you're buying these LEDs and you want one, which suits the cannabis plant. So it it, it sounds real difficult, but when you're buying these high quality lights, the research has already been done. So, you know, that, you know, if you're going to get the good shit. That's good for the plants. But, in, in now, my opinion, sorry,
1: Monkey. And one thing that I wanted to caution people on, if you're, if you're looking to buy your first light or something like that, manufacturers will always seem to tell you that it's going to cover more space than it really should. Like you may end up seeing Mars Hydro saying that a TS-1000 will flower a three by three tent. Well, it might flower a three by three tent, but it's not going to do a good job of it. Mm-hmm. So Very just true. be be aware that a lot of times some some manufacturers overstate their their abilities especially the lower end manufacturers they'll exaggerate a little bit so mm-hmm. I always but, read the reviews yeah go uh, Shane mm-hmm. at micro does reviews on a lot of lights so that's a great place to start for reviews
0: mhm mhm yeah Shane's a good lad yeah yeah you check out Shane's ch- channel micro who's been on the show a couple of times we've done interviews with him and he would, uh, he'll would he be able to tell you a lot about all these different kinds of lights. And he does tests with them to show which ones are the best.
1: So I think he said uh, if he doesn't review the light, it's because he didn't think it was good enough to be reviewed.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. Because there's a lot of shit out there as well. And when you're spending this kind of money, you want to do the research. So if you need any help with any of this, trying to figure out which light you want for your specific growth space, you know, if it's a dodgy size or, you know, it's a different shape, then you can always come over to purchasegrown.com and ask questions. You can even find us over on our discord server and ask questions about what light you should be getting specifically for your size grow tent or your grow space. And we're always more than happy to help you out. But of course the best light you can use to grow your cannabis is outdoors in the sun. It's not always possible to do that because you know, legality and different environmental mm-hmm. factors and shit. But if you, or if you can then grow outdoors, man, that's always going to be the best a oh, nuclear
1: light bulb, huh?
0: Yeah, that old nuclear furnace and That's 93 it. million miles away and it still does better than all of these lights. You know? <laughs> but <laughs> it, nature's just designed that way. You know, it, over all these years, then plants have evolved to love the sunlight. So try and give them that as much as possible. But if you can't do that, if you have to grow indoors, then choose yourself the right LED light. That's the best way and to go about it.
1: The lights do seem a little expensive. I do remember when I first started thinking about, do I really want to spend this kind of money on a light? That's why I ended up buying cheap and making a mistake and all that kind of stupid stuff like that. But when you consider how much money you can save on cannabis with this light,
4: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's
1: a great investment actually, because it'll pay for itself. A good light will pay for itself in one or two runs. Mm
0: -hmm. That's right, man. And as Ed Uh, Rosenthal would say, you know, it's not how much money is it in money? It's how much money is it in weed? You know, so if the light's 600 pound, then that's three ounces, man. That's not really much weed, is it? When nope. you're p- producing crops of 20 to 24 ounces in a four by four. It's not, but it is if you're a fucking <laughs> But That's it. This is why you <laughs> you got to buy your uh, your cheap lights to start with. And all of these lights as well, they come with uh, dimmers on nowadays as well. So you can dim them down for when you're vegging and things like that. It's, they're really cool, man. These LEDs are uh, fucking the high tech nowadays. They've come a long way, haven't they? Yeah, for sure, man. I remember back back in the day, starting out with a 250-watt HPS and metal halide with a shitty little magnetic ballast and shit. And that was only like 12 years ago, man. It's not even that long ago, really. And the way the whole lighting industry for growing plants has changed is crazy. So Mm -hmm. much has changed, man, and so quickly. It's just much better now than it ever has been before. And there's so many more options out there than there ever has been before. Before you just go get like your, uh, your Lumi bulbs and shit, you know, (laughs) and you you just roll with them. But now so much. uh,
1: The HPS is the thing that kept me out of growing for so long. It was just too much to deal with down in Mm. my environment down here where I have to grow Mm. in, in climate control all the time. So here I would be pumping in, uh, basically, a thousand watts of heat and trying to remove a thousand watts of heat at the same time. Mm-hmm, it just mm-hmm. didn't seem didn't seem good. So LED fixed that.
4: Yeah. is yeah. the future, man. So I you? have to agree that um, the biggest change I saw going from the HPSs to LEDs was on the power bill. Like, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, it's that's the biggest change you're going to see. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: I see that sometimes we see some growers. I mean, Billy Bonds is one of the guys who still uses uh, HPS in his grow room, you know, that orange glow. It Mm -hmm. must cost him a fortune in electricity, but he doesn't pay his power bill, does he? So he's all good. (laughs) 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 This
4: uh,
0: The HLG 100R spec I've got on the screen right now, which is good for the 60-centimeter grow tents, it says it uh, it uses the LM301H full-spectrum, and the LM351H deep red LEDs to help with flowering. So it's so fucking cool, man. It produces 220 PPF and 14,000 plus lumens with just 95 watts of power, equivalent to 220 watt T5 or 300 watt CFL output or 200 watt metal halide. Epic, man. It's just so fucking Mm. efficient. This this yeah. is what you want to be using lights like these, you know, and it, they are expensive as we said, but you can win these over on Percy's Grow Room. We, we have That's lots right. of competitions coming up once a month. We're doing competitions where you can win HLG lights.
1: But you got to go over to Percy's. You got to join. You got to get your post count up to where you'll be able to get in these comps.
0: That's right. They're open to everybody. You have to be oh, a and, active and, member.
1: And it's still free this month, right?
0: And just this month. When at the end of the month, okay. it's it's going to change. All right yeah making yeah. sure just want to yeah, make so, sure so getting get in there now
1: before before we start charging for it get over there and join if
0: we said it's not on the screen no it's not it's on my screen bro it's not on your screen <laughs> 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 you can go and check out uh hlg horticultural lighting Group.com, and they're all up there and they've got some beautiful fucking lights on this website man That the hlg Spec, the far red with that, with them six boards and the red on it, that's a beautiful light. You know, even just yeah. to look at, just to look at it, it's a beautiful light. Even if you don't turn it on, it's like, wow, that's a fucking <laughs> beautiful light.
4: <laughs> it took it took me a week to hang mine, bro. I pull open the box and I just sat there staring at it for three days. it's so nice, isn't they? The plastic. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the HLG
0: Blackbird here. This is it's just a beautiful light. This is, man. And, right. that, and that's perfect flowering footprint for a 4x4. Four, 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 so this is great, you know, it's uh seven hundred and forty nine dollars though it's expensive but as we say you'll save money in the longer and this is what four or five ounces of weed it's not mm-hmm. that much man and uh, just some epic four or
4: five item. ounces it's like what it's like one ounce in ireland yeah very yeah. true very true <laughs> one Irish ounce. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, yeah, start pricing, penny,
1: man. we'll start pricing life lights in irish ounces now
4: that yeah, works. I can give me a new spider
1: farmer for a half ounce. How
0: yeah,
3: yeah. I much mean. sure sure did you, you buy like... your house
1: for? Four Irish ounces. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: You, laugh, you laugh about it, but it's
3: fucking scandalous. It is, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Like fucking it 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 would cost for me, it would be basically more than double my mortgage for me to smoke for a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's what it's going to cost me for the next three months, like two times my mortgage. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: It's expensive here too, G, but I understand. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: that's all my savings gone again.
4: <laughs> yeah, just when you get in front, side of the car. Oh, fuck me.
1: <laughs> it's, it's so pricey, man. Now. I wouldn't know where to buy it now to, to these days, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's everything you need to know about lighting, really. So if you have any more questions about what light you should be getting, then you know you can find us on percyscrowing.com, on the Cannabis Growers Forum, or you can find us over on our Discord server. Everybody's welcome to come and join us for free until the end of the month when it goes up to 10 million yen, one, the <laughs> rand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you give us a shout, man. We're always happy to answer questions, okay? So if you need any help at all with lighting or anything else, you know where to find us. And you could, We're always happy to help you all get your growth set up and get you growing your own cannabis. So check out the lights, man. Get yourself a fucking decent light. And if you can't afford it, then you can win one over at persisguru.com. Uh, we have a couple of questions which we should get to before we wrap this shit up. Uh, well, Freach said, when flushing it in soil, I noticed that at the start of the flush the EC runoff was 4.8. Is it normal or should my EC be around 1.6, 1.8 range, which is the typical EC of the feed I'm using prior to the flush? When it comes to the first bit of runoff, uh, I'm using Canterra Professional Plus Soil and canaterra Flores Salt Nutrients. The ec of the runoff should be just a little bit lower like only by 0.2 points so let's say for example you said that you're putting 1.6 in with the feed then you should be looking at about 1.4 coming out
1: wait a minute he's he's talking about a soil grow here yeah and and he's not He's this is his final flush before he's finished i don't think he's he's all right right right. he's watering with no runoff
0: oh yeah you, you you know so now runoff, he's trying. Right? To... If you're using salt-based nutrients, you need the runoff, right? Is this not the same in soil? Uh,
1: teach you're
2: the soil guy. Well, <clears throat> like I've never tested the EC of my runoff, but I can tell you it's like 3,000 ppm, so it's fucking probably way up there.
0: Yeah.
2: But I, mine's a super soil. I don't know what kind of. That doesn't sound like it's a super soil. That just sounds like it's like a yeah, like so potting place. soil, like a peat perlite would be a bit of something with it's it's benign or it's barren or whatever you want to call it but then you're adding in the nutrients so yeah if you're not doing the wrong you'd have to treat it more like a cocoa grow i would think than a a super soil grow
1: i would kind of think though that because he's in soil and he's going to try and do what we consider a normal flushing cocoa that it's going to get really high ecs when he first starts so i think that would be normal Mm. but i don't know if he has to flush all the way down like we will in cocoa though i just with the soil grow i've heard so many people say that you just they switch to water and just let it finish that way
0: mm. he yeah, said uh yeah, I, I usually I guess... run 10 liters through each plant two weeks before harvest yeah when when it comes to the harvest time then it just flush it man just pour water through it mm. mm-hmm. that's all you have to do really you, mm. but you're talking about when you're feeding it right because you say uh the EC range 1.6 to 1.8, but that's what's probably been built up over time. You're saying that EC is original over time because of salt buildup or something. Well, yeah,
1: even, well that's... Uh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So I'm thinking, is it the first first amount of runoff you're talking about? Like, are you catching that first amount of runoff after feeding it salts for ages, or are you talking mm. like a flush and then checking the, the end flush? Because, you know, Tej was saying that he's up around 3,000 ppm. Well, that's close to 0.6 EC. So, and his plants are more than fine. Mm-hmm. Point 0.6, how much? 3, so you said 3000 PPM. Uh, they're yeah, they're six, both. 6.0 6. oh, AC. Sick.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, and I, I. that's what I was going to say is, are the plants healthy? And if they are, I wouldn't worry too much. But if they're not, then yeah, we can start looking at stuff. But um, yeah, I. It's, it's one thing that, you know, like i remember giving some weed to my uncle one time and he coughed like a motherfucker. and he's like why do you even flush this and I was like "Motherfucker, like super soil what i'm like i explained the shit to him but you know you can't flush super soil you don't flush super soil because mm-hmm. that's the point of it but yeah. that type of soil that it sounds like they're using is like more it's it like to me it's, it's just like cocoa it's just a different it's not like coconut derived it's peat probably derived yeah. and yeah. as yeah. such Maybe there's a bit of pH stuff you that Pete does that cocoa doesn't, but it basically it's it's the same just inert medium that you have to dump in the, the, the nutrients to. And as such, it'll have different drainage properties and things in cocoa, but you overall, I think you would probably just have to treat it like cocoa. And yeah, if, if you've not been in watering it to runoff like you should in cocoa, like what is it, 10 or 15% Yeah, what you put in comes out? Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you get that big like pile of salt essentially at the bottom. And then yeah. when you dissolve all that salt, that first bit of water is going to be like loaded and mm-hmm, it'll probably be mm-hmm. skewed as to what's actually in there too. So I don't know. You, you could take multiple readings like over time, over the runoff, as, as the runoff comes out uh, and kind of see where, what that looks like. If if the first one is weird, but then the rest are okay, then you're probably okay. Um, yeah. The way I see yeah. it is
0: if you're using salt-based nutrients, you want a little bit of runoff to get the old salts out. Otherwise, when you do them big flushes, you're going to get a stupid region like 4.8, which is massive, you know, so mm-hmm. it just get a little for the first few weeks when you're using a bagged soil like that, then it will be okay. You don't need to feed it so much because it's all built up in the soil. But as that's depleted and you're replacing it with salts, then you need to wash the mold salts out. But if you're not, if you're using organics, then you don't want any runoff. You want to try and keep everything within the, the soil itself. So it depends on the grow method.
1: Yeah, I do know people who run Canaterra in large pots, very large pot size, though, and they don't use anything but water the entire run. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's it. And do you even need to flush at all? That's a the question that that's everybody's asked. It, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you even need to flush? I don't tomorrow? think
3: you do need to flush if you're in a super soil. But I think if, like what TG was saying, if you're in, if you're even in a soil, if you're using the likes of cocoa and things that are salt based nutrients. Mm-hmm. you will get if you even if you're using them and if the plant is coming to the end of its life anyway as you're saying you're going to get the leech back in that's where you get a massive spike that's where you have to cut out the newts mm-hmm. so it, it alleviates it out. it kind of balances it out so you're still you're just do you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So, yeah so yeah good, good question for each good question i hope that kind of answers it for you you know <laughs> but when it comes to the harvest, if you're just flushing, then just flush it out. You don't need to worry about it too much. The 4.8 is probably just from salt buildup over time. So if the plants are happy, the plants are happy, even if it's uh, being flushed out at 4.8. So don't worry too much about it, mate. Uh, we got one more. We'll quickly cover this one before we go. From Filmy Bowls, it says, can you tell if a seed goes bad? Uh, are there certain things to look for in a new healthy seed? What are some traits to look for? Well, it's uh, if you squeeze a seed, gently not too hard you know because squeezing it too much and it will break but if you put just a little bit of pressure on it and it breaks then it was probably not a good seed but they are pretty solid you know just a little bit of pressure not too much is uh it's hard to describe how much pressure you're really putting on it but, but you, you know you, tj you're probably better at answering that one mate. Right? is how can you tell if a seed's good or not
2: Ugh. uh you can't well i don't know i mean yeah does it have like if it's a, obviously obvious things like is it cracked open shit like mm-hmm. that is it dented is it fucked up is it white i mean
0: you know? yeah <laughs> i mean
2: if you take it between your thumb and your forefinger and kind of give it a moderate squeeze it shouldn't squish it shouldn't break if it's a hollow seed then it should just pop like there's nothing in it because there is nothing in it mm-hmm. but like in terms of like if it's aged too long or something and you look at it i don't think there's a way other than trying to pop them and, or germ them and see mm. how it goes sometimes the perianth like black of a perianth can indicate rough treatment the perianth is that modeling the, the beautiful kind of brown and and lighter brown dark brown stripes the tiger stripe kind of stuff tiger stripes yeah yeah the botanical term is perianth and um that is a very thin layer that can get easily rubbed off and does get easily rubbed off in like a lot of commercial settings where they're doing like huge sifting and shit like that and and beating the seeds up a bit but that's you know not a very good indicator of quality i don't think um Mm -hmm. because you know that doesn't necessarily mean they're bad it's just you might have rubbed it off by accident so yeah i don't know it's it's it's, a tough tough one good seeds yeah, I mean, if they look like shit, they probably are, but put, put them in some water and, and see what you can do, I guess.
0: That's right, man. The best way to tell is by germinating, because they can look healthy as fuck, man, and then you pop it and it don't work. And they can look yeah. t- tiny, deformed. I've had ones before, and I'm like, they ain't ever going to pop, and it fucking yeah. did. And it turned out okay. You know, so mm-hmm. just give it a chance, man. Add some water to it, put it in some medium, and it only take a couple of days before you really know for sure. So just give that a shot, man. But-
4: I find nine times out of 10, if I've put it into the little shot glass and had it soak within 12 hours, if it sinks, it's mm-hmm. good to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very rare that's not going to pop. Um, yeah. But the ones that are still floating after a while, they're the ones that I'm like, yeah, that may need a little bit,
0: mm-hmm. a little bit
4: of um, convincing.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to give it a shot, just plant it. That's the best way to tell. But it should look a nice plump size, you know, brown with the black tiger stripes on it, and you should be pretty sweet from there. If you're getting it from a good seed bank, then it's probably going to be a good seed. But the best way to tell it is just by popping it. So, I hope that helps. But there we go. That's all the questions we have, and that's everything we have to say about lighting so far. We can always go into more depth with lighting, because it is a very complex topic, and there is always a lot to cover with that shit. But I hope we uh managed to shed some light <laughs> uh, oh, on the. On... <laughs> there we go everybody that was this week's grow guides a big shout out to gb for coming to join us this week we know he's very busy on sundays and he can't often make it to the show so for him to just take the time out and come and join us this week was massively appreciated now it was great to have you on the show again for a week and i hope we can do it again at some time in the future so, and thank you to each and every one of you guys as well who download and listen to the show. I hope you enjoyed the Grow Guide series. We're on episode 55 now. And we are also making a, a playlist on YouTube of all of these Grow Guides as well. So if you haven't checked out those, then head over to YouTube, youtube.com slash homegrown, subscribe to our channel and go and like those videos for us. But of course, no pressure. Just being here, downloading and listening to the show is always appreciated. So thank you for doing that. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Grow Guides and I hope to catch you on the live show on Sunday when we discuss NPK for growing cannabis plants. And of course, we cover the cannabis news. But until then, I hope you have a good weekend. Stay high, stay safe, and we'll see you on Sunday. Goodbye.